It's Wildy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Midnight Madness, the unfiltered haven where your voice won't be silenced and you can speak your mind without the bounds of scrutiny. This is the podcast where we keep it real. No filters, no holes barred. That's right. It's a place for the fellas and for the ladies alike. We're here to say things that the fellas want to say to their ladies and the things that the ladies want to say to their men. We're thrilled to have you with us tonight. This is more than just a podcast. It's a gathering place for all of us to come together and share our thoughts, our ideas, and our stories. It's that time when the world quiets down, and it's just you, us, and the thoughts that plague your mind. We'll laugh together, we'll vent together, but most importantly, we'll be real together. So grab your favorite beverage, get comfy, and join the crew, because here at Midnight Madness, we don't shy away from any topic. We talk about life, love, relationships, and everything in between. We know that there are things you've been itching to say, conversations you've been avoiding, and questions that you've been afraid to ask. (laughs) Well, guess what? This is the place to do it. No judgments, no taboos. We're all in this together. And together, we're going to explore the mysteries of the midnight hour, the thoughts that keep us up at night, and the conversations we've been longing to have. So what are you waiting for? Join us in on the madness. Let loose and speak your truth. Because it's Midnight Madness, the podcast where you're free to say what you got to say. Welcome to the madness, folks. Let's dive in. Okay. Y'all, know I just, y'all know I just came back from Jamaica. No, nah, you For real? Yeah, I was in Jamaica that you know, was that? on the weekend. On the cruise? Yeah. Well, I was oh, on the boat. Man. We did a little boat party uh, while I was there, but uh, yeah, it just came yeah. straight up. Dang, how was it? Man, it was cool, man. Like, it, put it like this. Like, while I, when we got there, you know, you hear about Jamaica and it is supposed to be what it is. But then when you get there, you start to think. I think Jamaica is like the only place where when people vacation, they go hard on the vacation gear. At least the only island I know. So like it's everybody's in there just repping Jamaica, repping Jamaica, Jamaica. And it's like pretty much a whole market for Jamaica clothes, Jamaica items, everything. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that until I realized the, the love people have for that. And they actually associate, if you tell anybody that you're from the islands, and this is anybody, period, listening to this, I guarantee you, if you've ever shared with somebody that you're from the islands and that person is not from the island, they automatically assume that you are from Jamaica. Jamaica. Straight up. That's true. Or Mexico if you're Mexican. If you like yeah. Puerto Rican or something, you're Hispanic, like, yeah. You can't be yeah. like Nicaraguan or Guatemalan in America. Are oh, you Mexican? Nah, nigga. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to watch me. Are you Irish? Man. Do something like that, man. Yeah. Oh, are you Norwegian? Nah, I'm from the Jamaica. It was cool, man. It was a it was a good experience. Um Actually went down there because a friend a friend invited us for her fortieth birthday. So she was like, wow. you know, let's do a big. So we decided to just shoot out there. It was only three days, but man, it was a jam packed three days. For real. Yeah. I had to yeah, get in some yeah. people. I almost switched up the accent one time to let them know that I'm from the islands. They tried to hustle me. They tried to hustle, you know, they tried to <laughs> they tried to hustle <laughs> me on the money and I was like, Hey, look, man. 
He's like, where you from, man? You from the shy? I said, man, I had to hit him with the accent real quick, man. Just let him know. <laughs> and you had to back up off me, too. <laughs> back up off me, man. Ross, grab that boy. I had to go crazy real quick. And then, you know, uh, I had to make sure other people that was with me from America didn't see it, though. You know, I try to keep that stuff separate. You know, for I try. <laughs> I don't let them. I don't know why I don't. I don't feel comfortable tapping in in front of them because I feel like they never gonna look at me the same. You know what I mean? Like so. That is interesting. Yeah. Somebody got We got to get into this yeah. crazy week of football, man. Forget basketball. I want to talk about football. All right, let's jump it off with Monday though. Man, you gotta go to Sunday, Sunday dog. No, nah, no, we gotta, we gotta go back. We gotta start off with because Monday wasn't as exciting. Even though, honestly, if you're a Bengals or a Jags fan, and if you like football, that was an exciting game. Thirty-four, thirty-one. It came down to a game-winning field goal in overtime, oh, yeah. and they lost. The uh, Jags lost Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying in the fourth quarter. So we talking yeah. about football. There's a lot of exciting things that happened on Sunday. Especially Sunday night. You know I want to talk about Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? But but we can't do Yeah, we, we can't pass on Monday. Monday was a hell of a situation. Backup quarterback Jake Brown, and I watched him in the preseason when he when he when he played the Packers down in Cincinnati. And I was like, this nigga trash. I was like, if uh Joe Burrows don't come back quick enough, the Bengals ain't gonna be shit. And he has shocked the cause the Jags defense ain't no hoes. You know what I'm saying? They got uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Allen on defense number forty-one, game changer. And Jake Browning threw for over three hundred yards, thirty thirty three hundred and fifty-four yards. Yeah, with thirty completions, almost almost thirty completions, at, or or thirty completions, and uh, two touchdowns, one rushing, one passing. That's amazing. On a Monday night, bro, we've been we done had some shitty Monday night games. <laughs> You know what I'm Can saying? On a, yeah, sorry, brother. About that. My, my bad. You're good. Yes, I, I, love, I love what you're saying. The only thing I want to say about this, outside of the Jags and Trevor Lawrence going down, if you got a bona fide number one wide receiver and you are a backup QB to stay in the game, whatever the case may be, you're going to win and lose with that bona fide wide receiver. And what I noticed is Browning continued to get to feed him. To, to only one time that I saw that he was targeted that he didn't catch it, and I think it was like a, a wrong route that was ran or something like that. Um, but other than that, it was just targets, 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 and receptions with those. So that would be my advice to anybody. I don't care if you're in the NFL, if you're you want to get in the NFL. The goal is when you get your shot, if you got that bona fide wide receiver, you got to feed it to him. Feed it to him. Back to you, brother. No, so with that being said, I just think that that was one of the more exciting. That's a great cap to a good weekend of football. I mean, I, I had some key games yeah. that I wanted to touch on. Um, Kenny, I'm going I'm to throw it back to you. You can jump on whatever game you want to talk about. Floor's yours. Okay, um. I give it up to Browning, man. 32 completions out of 37. That's crazy. Back up quarterback. That's a top rated defense. Yeah. That's a top rated defense. That's why I texted y'all. I was like, man, this game is lit. This Monday night game lit. Like it was it was going down, man. 
But yeah, I can't stand the the Titans, man. I gotta go on the Titans. I can't stand them, man. I'm I'm in Tennessee, and it's like they trying to build a new stadium for them, man. I mean, they suck. They suck, man. It, it was disappointing. I ain't gonna lie to you, but like the Titans, man. Oh my god, like and uh, clown or no clown, Jake Locker. I mean, I said Jake Locker. Um, <laughs> Tannehill. I ain't gonna lie, I love Tannehill. You know, he from he from Miami. But come on, clown or no clown, man. He was sitting there holding the ball for the kicker. No, that was that was that was Will Levis. Tannehill. No, no. Tannehill was uh, holding the ball for the kicker. Oh, he's about holding the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, dog. Yeah, holding yeah, the ball for the kicker. <laughs> clown or no clown, dog. Hey, I got you. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, I remember and, that. I remember when they said that shit. I was like, what? Nigga, ain't no way in hell. I'm he jumped up and down, though. He jumped up with the kicker, like hey. celebrating when the kicker hit the kick. I'm like, oh my hey, god, bro. hey, he a teammate, bro. You can't get mad at, you, at a teammate, bro. I mean, but you, you gotta, doing bad though. But you got to play your like, role, man. Like if you if you not if you not the guy no more, but they need you still. Because it's one thing <laughs> to, be, to be the starter and then get demoted. It don't mean like you like you immediately that season off the team. You still got a role to play. If the new starter get hurt, nigga, you right back in there. You got to still. You know what I'm saying? Be able to lead men and to celebrate on that. You know what I'm saying? At least it's showing them, hey man, he's still part of this, this squad. We can still follow this dude. So I get it from a business standpoint. And in his profession, he can't be moping around. You know what I'm saying? Like it's or being on, on, on being a placeholder and just and being half-assed at your job, my nigga. Like they really gonna let you go, and then you're gonna yeah, be having a hard time if you making up. Especially if you're making 140 million dollars. I mean, exactly. I wouldn't move around either. No, <laughs> I mean, saying, but I'm still getting paid. That's, that's on the Titans, though. Like that's like yeah. y'all got a dude, y'all paying 140 million dollars to holding the that's ball. Your team. That's your team. <laughs> it's crazy. Man. Cool. Now they my team. My team won. My team uh, beat, okay. uh, Commanders. I'm, I'm a uh, Dolphin. Are them boys nice? <laughs> but how about them 49ers though, Wayne? Against some Eagles. Oh my God, man! The Forty Nineers went out bad, man. I mean, the, uh, I said the Forty Nine, the Eagles went out bad, man. The Eagles, yeah. From, from man, my that was bad. Forty-two to nineteen. To, yeah, I wasn't trying to call it out, like predict that Forty Nineers was going to do that. I think that I'll, whenever those types of things happen, it makes you look good as somebody that kind of called it out. But that's not what I expected. What I did expect them to do was to have a solid game plan, come out there and then fight hard because they want that home field, which is going to give them the road to the Super Bowl. I think that the 49ers have the team to go to the Super Bowl, actually the best team. And I'm going to be real with you. It's either going to be the 49ers or the Eagles this year. AFC don't have it. I'm going I'm to keep it a buck. Man, unless it's going to be real. Miami, unless it's going to be Miami, the AFC don't have it. KC doesn't have what they need this year. And then they're just nope. going to continue to look for Pat Mahomes' miracles. That's not going to work. <laughs> I'm for real. It ain't so happening now. It's be Miami. <laughs> unless it's Miami. I don't know. I think, I think, I think, uh, God, I hate having to me. Yeah, I love. God bless me. Excuse me. Um, 
Lamar Jackson and what they're able to do right now, if they can stay healthy and if possible, I don't think they can get Mark Andrews back, but if they were able to get him back for the playoffs or for the Super Bowl or AFC Championship game, that would be important be, and be a big boost for them. I don't think Lockie can fill the role of Andrews, even though he tried in the first couple of weeks of the season. Um, but I think you're right, Dwayne. I think uh, I think San Fran's been the best team in the NFL for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And we and we have, I mean, injuries got them out of the Super Bowl last year. And then they had a stretch this year where they had key injuries and their starting quarterback was, you know, hey, oh, maybe he ain't as good as we thought he was. Three-game losing streak, blah, 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 blah. They get healthy again and look what look what they're back to doing. Remember what they were doing to people before before that three-game losing streak? They was mopping them up. You know what I'm saying? What, what we call them, pumpkin heads. They was getting everybody pumpkin heads, left and right. So now they back to full strength again. I mean – what are we seeing? This is the best team in the NFL like we saw last year. So, I mean, when all them boys walked out in all black, man, that that's a statement. That's a statement, bro. You know, you know what that is. That's saying you're going to that funeral, bro. Like you say, like, hey, we're going, we're going to we come to your grave. We're sending y'all to your grave. We're going to be there at that, <laughs> that final, final moment. That's that's crazy. And to find out, I don't know how. I believe some of it's kept, but I mean, I, I do feel that a lot of times. When you when you are really tight with with a certain group of gentlemen, um, boss, that uh, you uh, y'all have a bond, you know what I'm saying? So matching and shit like that just come, it happens. So when when I heard Trent Williams and Debo and some of the other guys say it wasn't fully planned, like some guys maybe maybe did, but a lot of like we weren't talking about it as a as a team, and they and they all did that. That's crazy. That that to me right there. I mean, that sounds a little capish, but. Whatever the whatever the whatever the situation is, the message was sent and then executed on the field. To me, that's where it got real. They sent the message before the game, they executed it during the game, and they didn't hold back afterwards. Man, hey, and then and you got Trent Williams in the team, bro. I don't know, I don't know how you lose on the old line. That man take up two people himself. Yeah, I, so, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you this, man. Broke it down. Go ahead. My bad. Um, the Chiefs, they suck only because their performance was better than the Packers. You're correct. I mean, I'm, they, I'm, I'm telling you, this. Look, look, I'm talking about numbers, number-wise. No, look look at the numbers. Look at the numbers now. Okay, well, I ain't going to say – I'm not going to say Go their performance because, like you said, Patrick Mahomes didn't do no miracles – he was well, uh, twenty one for like thirty three or something like that. He, uh, he didn't outperform Jordan Love. He didn't outperform Jordan Love. Yeah, but but I'm saying this though. I'm saying this. Jordan Love. It was like a good game. Like when you go to the court, and you can't miss a shot. It was like a good game. Like he was throwing the ball up in the air. You know that, Brent. I mean, well, I'm not. I was, knocking I, was I was at the game. Like literally yeah, yeah. at the game. Like I watched the game. We mopped them for three quarters. <laughs> like, hey, but he, but I'm saying, you know, them hail marys he was throwing like, up no, in the air. No, he threw, he threw one hail mary, hail mary to uh, Romeo Dobbs. It wasn't a hail mary. He was covered. Um, he had a uh, safety help on the inside and the trail and a trailing safety, and the and the backside corner was coming in. So it looked like it was three people, but the ball just hung up in the air, and they didn't make a play on the ball. Real talk, Romeo kind of fell into the ball as well. 
that's not a that, that's that's a key play. He put it up there for his tall receiver to go against two mediocre safeties. That was a I mean, it was more luck than anything else. I think we all would stand there like, <laughs> oh my gosh, is he gonna catch this shit or is it gonna be a pick? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like it was one of the other type. It wasn't like he was wide open and he just lost at this ball and he caught it, you know what I'm saying, between one dude. Like, no, I mean it was a design play and he he made the right play. The, the touchdown to the tight end, the, the first touchdown, the two to Christian Watson were all tight plays, back foot, thrown off them, I'm saying, thrown off of, off of angles. That second one, Christian yeah. Watson, was a crazy-ass angle off his back foot. So, bro. That's what I'm saying. He outperformed Patrick Mahomes. His, but I'm his saying it's the Chiefs. No, no, I'm not, talk, so, I'm not talking about your team. I'm talking the about Packers, the Chiefs. The, the Packers outplayed the Chiefs. We had the interception by Keyshawn Nixon on Patrick Mahomes when they were leading the drive. They took forever to score in the first place. We were up on them 14 to 3. Don't get it twisted, bro. We was busting their head. Pacheco, like, though. What about Pacheco? What about Pacheco? What did he do? What, what did he 110 yards? Hey, 110 yards? That's oh, nothing. He had one big ass run, mediocre one, but then what else did he do? <laughs> if they had if they if they had a total of 300 some year yards offense and they're the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach under Andy Reid, and we have an, a team who our oldest player on offense is 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 definitely on an offensive line. Our quarterback is is, is in his fourth is in his fourth year, third year, fourth fourth year option. We have no receivers past past two years. So, you telling me that that offense played better than Patrick Mahomes' offense, who he's been managing and creating for how many years in KC? No, we played better than them. Kansas City was the was the less prepared, less be, less. They weren't the better team. Plain and simple, the Green Bay Packers were the That's better team. That's what I'm saying. Though everybody wants them to be the America's America's best team. I'm saying this. I'm not talking about your team performance. I'm saying this, like the way your team performed, right? The way the Packers performed. If they were so great, like everybody wants them to be, then they would have won easily. You know what I'm saying? I Packers mean, one of the hottest teams in the NFL, right? Like though, like mean, the like, like the hell, like the hell Mary. Everybody throw hell Marys. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. But come on, man, knock that down. Like you, the Chiefs. I mean, y'all talking all that big talk that all these commercials, but you can't, hey, you can't be the Packers now. That's that's crazy. The Packers Rodney, whooped them. That was a whooping. That was Rodney the Chiefs Harrison don't even. Man, you said look, they you said the um. They need to. They try to get home field event. Man, give them the whole ring, dude. For real, I ain't gonna lie to you. That was a I'm whooping, dude. Wayne, Wayne, you was trying to say something? Yeah, this is what I'll say. Two things, real well. Actually, three things. I'm gonna make it real fast. So when I look at the the box score, because I didn't see the game, all I did was see was I picked the Chiefs and. When we were talking last <laughs> week, both of y'all picked the Packers. I picked the Chiefs. Chiefs let me down. But what I will say is this. Jordan Love outperformed Pat Mahomes as far as the box score and numbers. Stats total. You think about um, just holistically, 210 yards. Pat Mahomes, one touchdown, one interception. Jordan Love, 267, three TDs. Jordan Love. TD in the first quarter, TD in the second quarter, TD in the third, and he led two field goals in the fourth. I mean, you say what you want, but he pretty much he outplayed him. the game. He did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm saying he outplayed this guy that they want to be the the football, the quarterback guy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he whooped to... him. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm, I'm not saying – I'm saying 
that you got to come hard to whoop somebody. That's just like you beat Jordan and then you had 32 points for the night. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's no well, way. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? This is the last part that I'll he, say. Patrick Mahomes is nothing compared to what they're they trying to make him be. He's, he's well, not, I think he's he's not up there. No, no. I, I, think, I think he's great. I do feel like this is where there needs to be balance, right? Because when you put the value, and this is totally outside of betting and sports period, outside of just thinking about team management and Paul's load management. When you put the value of your franchise into one player, but that one player's job is to get everybody else in the right position. If you don't mm-hmm. have the right people to go in those positions, mm-hmm. the team's going to lose. You feel yeah. me? So now you just waste their money. You said this person right here is pretty much the most valuable person on the team, pretty much the most valuable person in the league. But when he passes the ball, which when I look at it one more time, he did it 33 times and he connected 21. Jordan Love did it 36 times and he connected 25. You see what I'm saying? So when you think about the breakdown in that, you got to give him weapons. And maybe he shouldn't have taken so much money or maybe the people, his agent was like, hey, this money is great for him. But part of his contract is you're going to surround him with people that he's able to continue this level of play with. And he can't continue that level of play with the people that he has around him. And just to be real, I don't care what you think about Kelsey. Four receptions for 81 yards ain't going to get it. It ain't ever going to get it. Touchdowns, yeah. Let me let me slide, let me slide in here. Let me slide in right quick because I, I need to get this off. All right. Two things. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. He will go down as a GOAT, Hall of Famer, most likely. Hall of Famer for sure. GOAT conversation. He has some years left. Um but we gotta stop thinking that he is there's there's this conception that these quarterbacks are doing some great things outside of having like what Dwayne said earlier, when you have that number one, that great receiver, that's what's making these guys great. We keep talking about like the Tom Brady's did it without, but their yards after catch, those numbers are so high. Like it's not them throwing these, like right now, you know, Brock Purdy leads the league in yards per attempt, like downfield at nine point, like eight, nine or something like that. Brock Purdy. Everybody who says he's a Duncan Dink kind of guy. Also, they say he's like a game manager. That's how they yeah, call him. No, like you just said you know, it changes. Hey, Brock Purdy's numbers this year. I wish I I had him. I got him on my on my on my laptop, and I'm sorry, God, I wish I had him in front of me right now. His numbers right now, like his QB QBR number one, QB this number one, completion percentage number one, completing this number two. This and the yards yards after after catch is like. Seven. So he's not even the number one. That's Patrick Mahomes and 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 some of these other guys like um uh Tua Tunga Baloa. All these guys that we're talking about are great passers. They're not throwing these sixty four. Like I mean, Tua's getting some, but I mean, so is Brock Purdy. Y'all keep acting like it's always these Duncan Dinks. That's what Patrick Mahomes is good for. You know, what I found out when Aaron Rodgers won those back to back MVPs, he led the league. In um in yard in like yards after catch like where the the player catches the ball at the four I'm saying four yards past the line of scrimmage and turns it into a sixty yard touchdown. You know who else did that? Patrick Mahomes oh. when he won the MVP. You know you know who else did that? 
Tom Brady when he won the MVP. You know who else did that? Greg's probably gonna win it the MFL this year. Like it's just it's like people gotta stop acting like uh the no and when I say that is I'm what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get that by. Sorry, that's coming my went over your head, is that Brock Purdy's numbers are actually better than those numbers were when when they won the MVP right now. And in eight games this season, he's led the league in QBR. That's just another another fun fact. So when you talk shit about Patrick Mahomes, I don't get mad at you, bro, because people really hype him up like he is the, the next coming of Christ. But we've been really hyping these quarterbacks up for having great receivers that have really made their numbers really blossom really high. And I think we got to start paying attention to that when we start looking at these games and how we're, you know, how, how we're evaluating these quarterbacks. Because I'm looking at Jordan Love. How many of your passes are those short dink and dunks or how many of them are elite second tier level passes? Like the guys that aren't leading in those categories are the T.J. Strouds and the uh, right now Jordan Loves. You know he's had a past four game stretch of playing really good football as a quarterback. If you have noticed, back to back three hundred yard games, multiple touchdowns. I think he's thrown for twelve touchdowns and two interceptions in, in the past four games. I mean, like, right. come on, that's that's what he was doing in the first three games of the season when everybody was saying, "Oh shit." Maybe they was right about getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. Guess what? Another fact is as well, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love's numbers right now are better than Aaron Rodgers' first year starting. Let that I give him that. I give him that, but they not. They don't give him credit. That's all I'm saying. They, they don't give him credit that's the thing, because they didn't see it consistently. Now they're seeing it. They saw it in the beginning. They saw the what happens with quarterbacks. They have a stretch. Brock Purdy had a stretch. I mean, this is his first first full year. You know what I'm saying? Running the entire offense. He had a little stretch. Now he's back to playing what he was doing. And we start start seeing this. And I think what you said is true. People do put Patrick Mahomes in this light because they want him to be the next Aaron Rodgers, the next Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and the big next big thing. But real fans know the truth. And that's what I came out here to say is that we play better than them. And I don't think America really wants – they want to see Taylor Swift and the, and the Travis Kelsey show. <laughs> right. I was at, I was at the really? game, bro. I'm telling you, Chiefs fans weren't even watching the game. When they scored their touchdown, I got a video on my phone. A whole bunch of them are looking up into the stands to see if Taylor's up outside the box. Fuck out yeah. of You know what I'm saying? So It's crazy. Bro, it's like a show, man. And it's not so, focused on football. Yeah, exactly. and, the, and the guy that you, you say that everybody's so-called, like, you know, like, they push him down, like, Jordan Love, they push him down, but he he done won three games in a row. Like you say, he been he done outperformed Mahomes the last four. Like he's clowning, dude. He throwing off of he was throwing like Brett Favre. They showed how he he threw off his uh with with both feet in the air and still had, made that uh, completion. Had, oh my two, god, I, he had two passes that were that reminded me of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and I was like, oh yeah. shit. And I said to myself, <laughs> I told I told my homeboy. We were sitting at the bar before the season started, and I said, he asked me, he's like, look, man, I'm not going to say nothing about Jordan Love. I'm going to let him play this whole season, but don't be surprised if we have another future, you know what I'm saying, prototype, Hall of Fame type, like, hey, we don't have to look for a quarterback for another 10 years type shit in this kid because we have figured out the formula is drafting somebody who is athletic, who has arm talent, and allowing them to sit. If we can get them to sit, 
within a somewhat functional organization, they're going to learn and they'll be productive. We'll, we'll hire the right coaches. We'll get the people to get them to the next, to that level. We've done it consistently. Aaron had some of the best coaches to help him become one of the be- best quarterbacks of all time. And he, he attributes all, all right. all, a lot of his success to that. So, hey, look, man, that, that, that's what I really want to touch on. I kind of dragged that on. But there's one more game in the NFL that we got to recap, and it was trash. And I want to hit it real quick because I know nobody really wants to talk about it. Patriots so and Chargers. What the fuck game of the week? <laughs> Patriots and the Chargers, man. Yeah, that was crazy. 6 <laughs> 0. That, that was game wild. like a, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Make your face look like <laughs> don't make no sense. What is Bill Belichick doing in New England? How the mighty he, have fallen. He needs Tannehill. That's what I thought. He needs Tannehill. Oh, he needs um he needs somebody like Tannehill, or he needs somebody like um, he'll bring even bring back what's the guy that did the Black Lives Matter charge, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Hey, when I, I I mean get somebody who's like he he tried to do it with the uh, with Cam Newton, but it didn't work. But like I mean, please, get somebody, please. get Tim Tebow, get somebody unorthodox, get somebody that you <laughs> just. I mean, hell, give anybody a try right at this point. I'm just being real. Bro, Give anybody said, a try. This man said, bring in Kaepernick. <laughs> man, anybody. <laughs> Could it be any worse? Bro, Could it get any worse? Do you know where New England is, bro? Man, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Do you remember Kaepernick when he first started? You no, know, but do you know where New England is? Mm-hmm. Like, no, do you physically know where that place yes, is? Yes, I do. You're not going to bring no black dude named Colin Kaepernick up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, man, really. hey, man, they run that man up the trail so damn fast, bro. But that ass, bro, he was lucky to let Cam Newton in that motherfucker for as long as he did. Cam Newton came up in there quiet. And hey, I'm just here to play ball, coach. What you need me to do? I'm a hard worker. Yes, sir. Get this check. All right. Let me show the league. I still got it. I want to go somewhere else. Man. But hey, this is my opportunity because ain't no way in hell. Colin Kaepernick finna go to New England, bro. Boston is not having that shit. They don't run that man out of town, boy. You crazy. They need somebody, hey. man. Mm-mm. I think Tannehill would be a good fit, though, because he need blockers, and they got blockers. They got money. They, they got, got blockers? nobody. They yeah, they got, got blockers. I, don't, I, yeah, I can't watch quarterback. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, 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 I tried to watch a little bit of that game thinking that uh, Justin Herbert was gonna go off and you know what I'm saying? Man, six zero. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Turn that shit off. You know, Thursday, tomorrow, Pats play again. Short week versus the Steelers. Now, this That's is where I want. I don't. You think I don't? Who, who's 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 the quarterback? Bailey Zappi. Is he? Is yeah. He still, is he playing? Um. That's so, gonna be a game I wouldn't bet on. I say that. I yeah, I I I get a bad vibe from this game. Like I don't. It's a short week, um, for both teams. Cardinals just come. Both teams coming off a loss. Cardinals losing. They oh, Cardinals beating the Steelers. Steelers lost. They quarterback uh, Kenny Pickett. He done had season engine surgery, uh, or surgery on his ankle with the season engine, and then. 
You got the Pats coming off a of goose egg. A goose egg. Like, I don't know. Like the, I think the, the, the under is at 30 and a half. I would take the under. I kind of want to take the Pats at boost. But the line right now is plus six. I want to take them at plus eight and a half. Just give me a touchdown cover. Because I just – I don't see this game being any good, bro. So right now, if you take the under – and because the Steelers can run the ball, I mean, don't get me wrong, they can they can still run the ball and they play defense. Um, I don't know how the Pats are going to score. I, mean, I don't know. They they couldn't put up nothing on the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers going to put up six on them. So I mean, that's a better offense uh, than than the Steelers have. But Mitchell Trubisky, I don't trust him. I think they go run the ball and try to find where to score. Low scoring game. I got the under. I said if you take the plat pat the Patriots uh plus eight and a half, that equals out to like a plus one sixty-two uh same game parlay. If and this is just me, this is the only game I'm really like I just put this out here. I have my other I'm saying bets later, but uh if you wanted to spice this up, take Jalen Warren over. 17.5 yards receiving. And that's a stretch. Okay, this is what spices this up. And take Pat Fremus. I don't know how to say it. That's that tight end. Big, 80, big, big, big white boy. Take him at over 27.5 yards receiving. That boosts that parlay up to plus 747. That's a nice little chunk of change. Ten dollar bet, you know what I'm saying? It's an easy little bit of money. You put a hundred on there, you know what I'm saying? You write up under a band. So, um, I can't tell you what to do, people. But that's a possibility for tomorrow. I might do it. I might just do it for a little twenty piece to see if I can put up a little hundred something. But uh, yeah, that's me. I don't know about you, King. If you got anything for the people for tomorrow, I don't even want to touch that game, man. Like with my money, yeah, yeah. What games do you want to touch? Got a whole lineup on Thursday. I mean, on Saturday, on Sunday, it's on Thursday, on Sunday. I'll give you my my. Uh, I got a, I got three separate bets. Well, four technically. Uh, I got Ravens minus three. Saints minus eight. That's a pull. I'm stretching. Jesus, I'm stretching for that one. Bengals minus three. And Browns minus three. I think there's going to be a lot of tight football games this Sunday. People jockeying for playoff position, trying to trying to get in there. There's a lot of tight yeah. football games. And then I got yeah, the I think they're going to play. I think they're going to play Sunday, man. Um, mm-hmm. I say uh, 49ers and uh, Seahawks, I'm going to bet on that. Okay. Of course, Seahawks, I mean, the 49ers, you can give them, they got them at uh, negative 10.5. Yeah. I can give them more than that. <laughs> you know, like looking at their performance uh, this week. And uh, I like the Chiefs and the Bills, of course. Mm-hmm. Who are you going for now? 
They got the Chiefs at um uh negative one point five. So they they got them beat beating them by two points. Yeah. The Bills. I don't see that. Yeah. I'm gonna go for the Bills. Probably yeah, I like, got the Bills at I got the Bills at plus three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Like three and a half, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, I was gonna say three. Yeah, it kind of look up my bet a little bit. If they win, I'm happy. But, I mean, it could be one of those games where it's like a 20-21 type of game, 20, 28-27. I mean, I, or honestly, yeah. or even even worst case, like a 30-27 type of game. It's going to be tight. They always play each other pretty, I'm saying pretty, pretty closely. So, I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, what about and Cowboys? the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, what, what about that one? Like that? See, right I, now, I, I, I'm – I'm leaning. Huh. I'm leaning, bro. I don't know. I I think that I just I trust in Jalen Hurts bouncing back. He's done it so many times from losses and just having bad performances. He bounces back. But I don't know really how bad his knee actually is. I don't think it's horrible, but I think it is giving him some some issues. Yeah. I know they played yeah. the Cowboys earlier in the season. I know this this is at this is in Dallas. Dallas is fighting for position, and honestly. I think after KC losing, this is just me. I think after KC losing on Sunday, everybody should start losing or relaxing on that whole repeat Philly versus KC Super Bowl, brothers versus brothers. Like you, like you, you probably not seeing that. You know what I'm saying? And I think the NFL is gonna get a hold, get in that mindset, and they're not gonna be what you think people are doing. What people think, what people think are happening is that they're rigging games for the Chiefs and helping the Eagles. Like, and you know, you're gonna see the Cowboys bring it to them. With that being uh, yeah. said, you're gonna see a re- a recharged Eagles team. And I as much as I want, like my first thought was Eagles minus three, lock it in. I'm taking Cowboys. Cowboys yeah, I'm Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys plus three. Only because I wanna go Cowboys minus three. And I think that's I think that's a plus one one oh five play. But I wanna go I'm going Cowboys plus three just in case for a close tight game where they kick a field eagle kick a field goal and win by one type bullshit. Um but I think the Cowboys are gonna shock not say shock the world, their their fans are gonna be lit because they know it's coming. They're gonna win this game and we're gonna be sitting here talking about damn. Are the Eagles pretenders? They got there last year. I'm up short, but they got there because San Fran lost two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks. And they True. Were down to True. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, they, they lost every quarterback. Yeah. So I mean, when you get to that, bro, I mean, that's just some. You ain't never heard no shit like that. So that's how. That's where I'm at with that. Um, I got Tampa Bay money line, and then this is this is the crazy. This is the NFL that I. We've been betting on, but we haven't been betting on for the past 12 weeks, right? Crazy shit happens. Bears plus six, they play in the Lions. I'm telling you, the plus, we just play each other different in the NFC. AFC teams, like, I don't know, but it's the same thing. Like, division rivals just play each other different. Bears plus six. San Fran money line, of course, I'm not going to, I'm not picking the Seattle Seahawks to beat them. And I picked San Fran money line because don't be surprised if them Seahawks bust them motherfuckers in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Big win, you hype on yourself. It's a rival game. It happens, but I'm taking I'm taking San Fran money line. San Fran's gonna win the game. 
And then I'm taking Raiders money line. I think that's what's gonna throw people off right there. I don't give a fuck. My game of the week is the uh, Cowboys and the Eagles. And I got the I got the Cowboys plus I mean minus seven. I think the Cowboys Ooh. gonna be by at least seven, man. Hey, you gonna I, I, I think I yeah, because hey. Jalen Hurts, man, because his knee. I don't no, think I'm it's, yeah, I'm that's that's the only thing. His knee, that's man. And um, that's a strong bet. And you can tell that he's kind of like doctoring his knee, and he's yeah. not running like yeah. he was. So it's, it's was, like he can't. He will when he can. Man, I was saying the same thing, but remember uh, what two weeks ago, motherfucker ran in a game winning touchdown. <laughs> like it's just like yeah. shit like that. <laughs> like you can't really, you can't, you can't call but it he, with him sometimes. But he fell back the whole game. Yeah, yeah, you know, with, you right, with you the right. Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Then at the Are end, he right? kind of like you know, it's like he putting. The, Putting a little pressure on it when he can, but it's not like he just snapping. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going yeah. off. So I give well, the hey, Cowboys because um your boy been clowning um Prescott. God, oh yeah, he ain't playing. He, he trying, he trying to get that MVP. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're picking the Cowboys minus seven, you need to you need to parlay that bet. I, and I, I look, I'm gonna tell you right if you're betting. The way to win is not parlaying your bets, people. You pick four or five bets that you really that you do your research on, that you are confident in. You take those bets, you put five hundred, you know what I'm saying, a hundred dollars in each one of those, and you live with the result. You win three, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna come up. You, the two you lost, you made up for that. You fine. Um but here we go. You mix San Fran money line, Cowboys minus seven, Dolphins money line. That's gonna be nice. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> anybody that's hearing this, bro, like that's a lot. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Like the Cowboys is the one. Like I, I think they're gonna win the game. I would say plus three. That's not gonna win you no big crazy money. You take a. You take San Fran plus seven, which I mean the line is ten and a half. You're not hurting yourself. You mix that with uh Cowboys plus three and Dolphins money line, and you put a fifty dollar bet, you probably make, you know what I'm saying, forty bucks off of that fifty, so you totally bring back ninety plus. I mean, that's not a bad look, bro. That's not a right. bad look at all. A fifty dollar bet to bring back I'm saying close to ninety off of some off of San Fran. Winning by a touchdown against the Seahawks with the Cowboys, you know what I'm saying? Get like get, getting three points and Dolphins, you know what I'm saying? Winning by seven, shit. I don't, I don't see how that loses. That that's like a lock, lock. Like, like if I had ten grand, I'm putting that on that. That's an easy double up. So, I mean, that's me, man. Like those are my crazy ones. Uh. I don't think I have anything outside of that that I think would really spawn any greatness. But I mean, the Dolphins and Tyreek Hill, bro. I I just don't see how anybody. First of all, let's go ahead and talk about how great Tyreek Hill has been this season. Man, for real. And I know, I know, I know that's your guy too. So I'll let you do all the talking. <laughs> but I mean, literally, as 
an under six foot receiver, this man is literally leading the league in almost every statistical category for receivers. And that makes maybe not receptions, but I mean, yards wise, like touchdown, like dude is a freak of nature. He's the best player on the field every time he touches it. And he blow right past you if you blink. Yeah. And it's crazy hearing like Mike McDaniels talk to him and like about what he talked about in the offseason with him. It's like being even more precise in how, you know, he he worked on certain things in the offseason, even trying to be better when he's already so damn good. That lets you let, right. let you know his work ethic. Would you put him in, in, in like the top five, in your top five all time receivers? Yeah, I got him on my top five. Right now, I think by the time by the time his, his career is over with. Right now. Just because yeah. his impact and how fast he is and how fast he excelled. And then yeah. it's like he's a he's like a it's like when you got him, he's like a, a person that you gotta put extra people on. You got a double team. And uh they asked him, they was like, Why don't you just win the game? And he was like, It'd be like the cheat code, it's unfair. Cause sometimes he could just burn two people and go out there and catch the ball, but he like Tua don't want to throw the ball that long, and it's like a, he's like it's right. like a cheat code. Like, why would he keep throwing it to me? And then you know, eventually somebody's gonna pick up on that that he was throwing it to me the whole game, and then they're gonna intercept me. They're gonna try to hurt me. So he's like, okay, it's a team game, so we all gotta play. That's why he's like, it's a cheat code. Just, just keep throwing yeah, it to me. And health wise, you can't just run four fly. I'm saying like flies all the game long. That's just that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get tired, bro. Like, I'm going to need something yeah. else. You can't just drive deep routes all day. Like, that's just, that sounds ridiculous. And he can't. You right yeah. throw it up. They're going to play further back. You know, now, you, now you got to find a spot in the zone and hope he can fit it in there and, and the defense can't react. No, eh, nah, that's dangerous. You got you to gotta play play the position. So, so I, I did bring up the fact that Tyreek Hill is under um six foot. So I had a question that was brought, brought up earlier. Um. Who are your top five wide receivers under six feet all time? And, and it, you ain't got to give it to me in order. You can just, like, I'm not giving you mine in order. Pause. Um, I give it to Tyreek Hill. Pause. I, I got um, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin is taller than six foot, fool. He's taller than six foot? Well, yes. Man, why foot. y'all put the six foot on there? <laughs> All right, uh, let me see. Uh, I gotta give it to your boy, um, Randy Moss. Randy Moss uh, is like six four, bro. Oh my god! So under, under six, six foot? foot, under six foot. That's wild, six man. Foot and under. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, your boy, um, I know your boy is um no nah, hell Terrell Owens is six one, ain't he? Yeah, like six one, six two. Ain't none of these motherfuckers. Yeah, short. So, uh, hey, I can't well, even give you one. <laughs> I can't give you five. That's a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. You got like six four or something. You all, you all, all you know is tall motherfuckers. Well, I got my <laughs> right. So in no okay. specific no specific order. And this is research and facts. You can argue me, argue with me if you want to. I'm pretty sure that I'm 100% correct on this. Top five short wide receivers. And for my short Kings pause, 
I'm not hating on y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm short too. You're a king. Deshaun Jackson. Santana Moss. Okay. And then in this slot, I got two names. Just because I want to have two white guys in there. All right. I'm not trying to discredit my Caucasian wide receivers because y'all have y'all earned the right to be in this list. Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. Y'all get y'all gotta share a spot though. I'm just telling you right now, y'all gotta share a spot. <laughs> I'm the racist, call it what you want. I don't give a fuck. I'm him. All right. Antonio Brown. And then finally, Tyreek Hill as the you know, most likely gonna end up being the top dog. There's some honorable mentions, D'Angelo Hall, um, you know what I'm saying, human highlight. But uh he was the wide receiver, but he was more of a punt returner. Uh although he was a great he's also Devin Hester. He's six foot. I think he's listed at six one, but I've I've seen him in person. And I know he's he's around six foot. He's shorter than Aaron Nims, so um, and Aaron says he's 6'2", but I know he's 6'1". So I don't know, man. Uh, that's my list. I don't know where Wayne at. He, I know he had one. I think he had might step out for a little bit. I can't believe you ain't had no good list, man. You talking about some? This nigga said. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I I, I swear I kept Michael seeing Irvin, six feet, but Randy I didn't know. Like, I didn't know y'all was saying shit. under six feet tall. Under, bro. The, the, yeah, the short ones, man. For the short kings, I'm trying to show them some love in the NFL. You don't get no love, bro. Come on, man. Devin Hester should have been already in the Hall of Fame. Why he ain't there yet? Yeah, don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. Anyway, you got any hot takes, man? Anything you want to wrap before we wrap it up? Man, not really. This the um the this is my game of the week, man. Like I said, I'm going for the um the Cowboys, and I'm gonna bet on that. I'm put my money and my heart into that game, only because yeah. I want to win some money. But um, my money and my heart into that game. <laughs> the my, man asked me, my man said he playing. He said <laughs> I, my number is thirty six, and uh, I'm putting my money and my heart, man, into, into that, that game. game. <laughs> some games I put my money and my heart into, and I come out with five hundred dollars. Hey. So. Hey, 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 look at I'm not hating on how you I'm just saying that I ain't never heard nobody put a money and a heart into their bed. <laughs> I heard they money in mine. I mean, I'm putting my heart into it. I gotta feel these wins. <laughs> you funny, bro. All hey, right, look at this so, though, man. Look, look, my boy told me this. He told me he said, man, they've been betting on games for a long time. We've been fans, but it's been people that's been betting forever. And so they like you know when they used to say, like, I'm betting on you, like they tell Titan, uh Tyson or like a fighter. Probably yeah. right, I'm betting on you, champ. I didn't know that means I'm betting money on you. So like you better win. Like the mob and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I like that certain shit. people, like, you know, who got that money, who who got that bag, they're putting the bag up on you. They like, look, I'm, I'm betting on you. It's not like I'm gonna kill you if you don't win, but it's yeah. like Look, hey. do your thing because I'm betting on you. That's crazy, yeah. and that's how I feel now. <laughs> like my God players, damn, you know what I'm saying man. I'm like I'm betting on you, fool. Like, well, you, you wild, better do bro. something. Let them, let them professional men. Hey man, this is a game. You funny, man. Hey, look, my hot take. One is go pack, go fuck your team. I mean, that's how I feel. Packers on the rise. But uh, 
No, I wanted to really just just say this before I I want to snap off honestly, but the conversation has been kind of mellow today, so I'm not in that mood per se. Pause. That was very zesty, but uh, yeah, man, the college football playoffs is some bullshit, and I don't care what nobody say. Like, I'm an <laughs> I'm an SEC fan, bro. Like, I'm SEC over everybody. I don't know how I. It's just for me. It's like if Florida ain't in it, I don't give a fuck personally. But with that being said, if you're able, if you if you had the fifth. For the fourth tough, toughest strength of schedule, some kind of whatever number they put up at the beginning of the season, maybe it was. And then you go undefeated, 13 and 0, you win your conference. Your starting quarterback gets injured, and for three, four weeks, you have to win without him, and you win. Wasn't pretty, but you win. Defense does what it's supposed to do, special teams kicks in. Offense does enough to win the game. You've proven. But you're a battle-ready, tested team. You've, you've earned the right to play in the playoffs. And the fact they put them out for Alabama, bro, just kind of pissed me off. Even I, I, Honestly, I think if they had put them out for Georgia, I don't think I would have been that mad. But this was really got me frustrated. The fact that they put them in the fourth slot in the first place and then they dropped in the five after winning. That, that don't make no sense. Winning and beating – a top 25 conference team in the conference game. They still drop, and you put a team that beat the number one team in the country, wasn't in the top 10. They jumped from the eighth slot to the number four slot. I don't know how that happens, but because I mean, you can't have, you can't not have an SEC team in the, in the playoffs because the South ain't going to watch. Man, they still going to watch this. They love football. They're going to watch. I don't know. It just it just frustrates me that that a team that really put everything into competing all the way throughout the season, not giving up, earned not they don't deserve they earned it. They played the games. They 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 did what you asked them to do. And it's not like it's like you haven't like we have seen teams who have lost a quarterback come back and win a national championship game. And if people like we've seen teams who weren't supposed to be there go in and beat a team that. They shouldn't have beat. So I don't get it, man. That's just some bullshit. Yeah, TCU got their ass whooped a year ago. Okay, tough fucking shit. They also beat fucking Michigan. They supposed to beat Michigan. So I don't know, man. That's that's my that's my really big hot take. I'm just like I don't really like the way they did that. I totally get Michigan and Washington. They did what they had to do all season long. They earned those that one and two. Um, Texas, big win, win won, won their conference. Shit, they they made they made a great case for it themselves for that final two slots. I just I just don't know if Alabama did enough against Georgia, and by by beating Georgia to jump FSU and beat Georgia and and then jump Georgia. That's for me, because like Alabama has some had some 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 suspect wins, some lucky had to come back. You know what I'm saying? Like don't act like they was like yeah. they act, people act like they lost that first game, and then they were out there beating people by thirty. That's not right. how their season was. Yes, their last few wins have been impressive, and they've shown some some promise. But the total look at the work is like you can't just say if that's the case. Then 
the college football playoff shouldn't rankings shouldn't matter until the last four weeks of the season. You win and lose once you want, and then we're gonna look at the last four, four the, the previous four weeks, and look at the last four weeks and see who's playing the best, and then our rankings go out there, and then now we create the college football playoff. I mean, it, it, that's what you're telling me because all the shit previously don't matter, right? Because Alabama getting at, barely getting past Auburn don't matter. Them barely beating Georgia obviously don't matter. Or it does but matter you, to me. I mean, what, what, but you know what it is, is though? It's, it's that that you got to show up on that, that day. It's one day. No, nah, nah, it's not. It's not at the whole season, bro. You got to win. It's one day. If, if Alabama college, had three, though. If Alabama had three losses, there's no way. Like, like if they ever made it into a into a in, into the CFP with three losses, I don't care if there were three losses by one point or they were by thirty points. You lost. And it, and then you can't say by beat they, they beat Georgia by three, right? Am I am I tripping? Yeah, they beat, yeah. They, they beat Georgia by three, and then they 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 beat Auburn by what what one or two last minute type shit. Auburn trash. <laughs> beat the number one team in the country by three. Hear me out. Texas beat you. Texas came back and beat you. You know what I'm saying? On 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 foreign soil or whatever it was. Texas beat you. You lost that game. You came back. You, you you played good. You lost some games. You had to come. Your quarterback was shit for a while. You almost lost three, two, two, three games in a row. He started playing better. Those games still fucking matter because you almost lost those. But guess what? When it comes to you beating the number one team in the country by three points, that, that matters. But those other barely wins, you know what I'm saying, comeback wins, you was getting your ass kicked. Those still matter because those because that last game mattered. And 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 why is it different for 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 Georgia? Georgia been running people over all season. They come into a team last game in the NC Championship and lose by three. How does the team that beat them jump over them when I've been busting heads all season with a tough schedule? Because it's like they're ain't, ain't that the playoffs though? That's the playoffs, this, man. You get eliminated. No, you're not the playoffs. This is. The SEC championship game, brother. Georgia went undefeated until the SEC championship game, and they played Alabama. That's the playoffs. Georgia, that's, that's their not new the playoffs playoff. structure. Not the, the playoffs start now. The first, the four teams that they decided after the championship games is when the playoffs start. The playoff teams are not decided before the championship games happen. But but it's, it's one through four, right? It's, no, it's, it's it's the four teams. So the yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So that's the that's the play. It's not the winners. It's not the winners of the conferences. It doesn't matter if you win your conference that that makes you get there. There's teams that didn't win their Alabama didn't win their conference years. At, I'm saying previously and, and, and went there. So it, it don't you don't have to just win your conference to get there. And if that's the case, who won their conference? FSU with the undefeated record. I'm saying well, that's how, the new structure. I, it's like the new structure, man. What is, it's, it's, no, it, I, it's bogus. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying it's like the new structure. And it's it, like. Not, but that's not a structure, bro. What you're telling it's, me It's is, just the way they have structured it. And it's like you can win all year. But if you win, you lose a support game, you're out. That's it. <laughs> like, seriously, okay. that's, that's it, that's man. You, all right. So explain to me this. All right. If that's, if that's what you're saying the structure is, how is FSU out? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm saying the structure, that's not the structure. It is, you got 13 people who control this and they want to see the most ratings possible because it's, it's about money. 
and that's not and that's not what college football. <laughs> I mean, and then they but no, but it is. But then they get mad because players want to get paid, and they go like, what, 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 what example are you setting? Explain that to me. What is the example? It's not about money. It's about the athletics. It's about you know what I'm saying collegiate sports and blah 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 all this. But yet you have a team who went undefeated, won their conference. It's about winning your conference, your division. All blah 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 blah. Going undefeated, and they do all these things. Well, well, Alabama only has one loss, and they did beat the number one team in the country, although it was only about three points in SEC championship game. Well, I mean, we can't not have an SEC team in, right? Well, technically, we can. Because we have Michigan undefeated, Washington undefeated, Florida State undefeated, all conference champions. All yeah. power five conf- conference champions. We're not talking about some whack shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> power five conference champions. Those three teams. You're looking for a fourth. You're looking for a fourth at this point in time. And now you got to this, – this is why – now you got to choose between Alabama and Texas. Alabama, Georgia, and Texas. And, and, and who should win that game? Who should be, who sh- who should be the fourth one? So Alabama. You my go ahead, Dwayne, because I would love – I mean, I, I got mine. Go ahead. I say Alabama I should, has, should go. I don't think this has anything to do with SEC – ACC, um, I do feel like the challenge is with FSU. Obviously, they are one of the top schools and one of the top uh, conferences, and that conference has outplayed the SEC in head-to-head matchups. That's one thing. But I think this is a bigger picture. Um, Yeah, the ACC is 6-4 and against the SEC, and I'm I'm SEC all day. But I'll tell you that because it's a true fact uh, this year in head-to-head competition. I think this is a bigger picture. I think it has something to do with uh, – we talked about NIL. There's coaches against NIL. There's also politicians against NIL. And uh, Nick Saban has been very – well, extremely vocal about him being against NIL. Nick Saban needs to be the louder voice in college football because in the past decade or so, he has been – the loudest voice in college football. He's against NIL. He's against players getting the um, revenue sharing from the new media deals. And Jim Harbaugh is all for it. So when I look at the college playoff and how it's breaking out, it only makes sense for Alabama to go against Michigan from my perspective, because everybody, let it be the powers that be, this is going back to many conversations we've had over the course of the weeks, Brent. Um, but the powers that be are trying to find a way to shut up Jim Harbaugh. And if they can shut him up by Nick Saban beating Michigan, which you all know, SEC has been slapping them up the mother teams anytime they go head-to-head. SEC normally slaps them. If, if Alabama can win, then Nick Saban now has the loudest voice and he gets to turn the tide with all this conversation about giving the players uh, part of the revenue share for the media deals that the NCAA is getting. That's my thought, but that has nothing to do with, you know, playing the game. It's more about the certain things that happen 
once the commercials come on or the game is over from my perspective. No, I agree with you, Wayne. I, I, I kind of hinted on that earlier. That's why I thought it was, I mean, maybe not the hard bar, um, but this is the way the NCAA is maneuvering this. And uh, it's got me a little worried, man, because I just don't like, I mean, it just feels like now college football is, 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 is moving into the politics realm, just like the NFL kind of did. You know, I, I know it's money. I know it's all this, but we got to start calling. Like, all everyone needs to be calling us out. All the commentators, sports analysts are like, yo, what are we, what are, what's the message that we're sending here? Because you, you're right. I, I do see that. Alabama versus Michigan. I mean, that's, it's, it's Saban versus Harbaugh. You know, and it's, I'm, like, I'm going to tell you this, though. I swear, I, I, I get what y'all saying, but it's like, to me, for real, like, I put it on Georgia. Like, if you wanted it that bad, win it. You get what I'm saying? If you number, oh, no. if you, if Penny. the team that's number four beat number one, you're going to go down past number four. You know, this is natural. You get what I'm if saying? I, you're not going to go, like, from one to the four just because you hey, lost bro. from a team that I'm going to go four. back. I don't have my computer with me right now. I can go back. I think Ohio State lost to a team and went and went from one to four. And still made but the points player. and all this stuff but, count like, too, though. What I'm saying, like, look, let's not let's let's stop giving, let's stop being naive to what this is. This is some this is some major bullshit, and this is what what Wayne's talking. <laughs> is. The people in position trying to make the play for a certain outcome. Because if we're being honest, like, and this is what I'm going to say, when I broke down the teams. If we're talking about what they say the four best teams in college football based off of strength of schedule, your conference wins and your and 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 the and your wins versus losses losses like your people you beat and people who you beat have lost to, right? They're looking at all this. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they added something out of nowhere where we took into consideration that a player which is not in any of their information that they say on how they judge the criteria for the CFP. This is new. 100% brand new breaking news. They took into consideration that the starting quarterback for Florida State was injured and would not be playing. They took that into consideration in their vote. Hear me out. With that being said, Florida State lost him four weeks ago. They've won three, four games without him. They've not been pretty games, but they've and he's in a dynamic player. But they have still won four games with their backup. A backup quarterback has won a a, a national championship after coming in and after having to start in that championship game has won a national championship for his school. So within the past ten years, so that equation is out out of the window and it's bullshit. Um, This is what I want to say: Michigan did what they're supposed to do. Georgia did not. Kenny, I agree with you on that. Washington did what they needed to do. Guess who else did what they need to do? And I feel like I'm talking like Ocho right now. Florida State. Florida State did what they needed to do. They went undefeated. They played tough competition, even though some of that competition that they had scheduled, who was highly ranked, had dropped off because of injuries or whatever else. Their schedule was still one of the top top five schedules preseason. And maybe after the season, it was in the top 50. So suck a dick, eat ass, pause. That's, now the, that's the, the only fourth, injustice, though. Florida no, State, but no, justice, but Florida no, State. This is, no, this is the injustice. Hear me out. And this is coming from a fan of the University of Florida who is SEC all day, every day. 
Georgia and Florida, Georgia, sorry, Georgia and Alabama, neither of, of them deserve to be in the CFP. Hear me out. Those three teams I mentioned before won their conferences, went undefeated. They, they should have been locked. I don't care if their starting quarterback went down. They should have been locked. The fourth slot that you're looking for is between Georgia, Texas, and Alabama. Texas beat Alabama. Alabama beat Georgia. So if Alabama beat Georgia and Texas beat Alabama, Texas is better than Alabama. Texas beat Alabama. So Texas, so Texas is better than Georgia. Texas has the fourth slot. And Texas won their conference. Alabama won their conference and lost to Texas. So how the fuck are they in there over Texas? I'm saying over the, over the Florida thing State. I'll say, based off of your point and uh, bring just to build off of it, Alabama's not even ranked fourth. You know, I thought it was a top four team. Just to be honest, they're ranked. Fifth. They're not ranked four. They're ranked fifth. So they just oh double check double, double check that. I thought they changed it this morning when I looked at it. They had them oh, as okay. fourth. They changed fourth. it. Maybe so. Yeah. But when I See, no, it, they, they, it came in ranked fourth. Or, no, they came in ranked fifth when I mean when they played Georgia, right? They came in ranked eighth playing Georgia. Eighth, yeah. That's eighth, what I'm eighth, saying. Eighth, listen, listen to what I'm saying, though. Listen to what I'm saying, though. So you expect a team that's ranked number eight to beat the number one team and not be ranked number four? That'd be crazy, dude. That'd be crazy. So, okay, hear me out. You're expecting the team who was ranked number four, who beat a team that was ranked 18 and won their conference to move to five to accommodate a team that beat number one team that was ranked at eight? Hell yeah. They had, it was was easier. It's an easier game. They won the easier three. game, but if you rank number eight and you beat number one, you gotta be in the top four. Danny, That's they won. Here's, here's my. Point. You won though. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying it would be unfair. Let Wayne tell point. Let Wayne tell the point. Why is it unfair to Alabama? Well, Go ahead, this, Wayne, the sorry. one thing that I was gonna say. No, no, you're good. Uh, the one thing I was gonna say is when I look at it, Georgia lost to Alabama by three points, right? Yeah, Alabama's one loss it was against Texas, mm-hmm. and that was by ten points. That's, mm-hmm. that's a that's a humongous loss in my mind against mm-hmm. another top five team at the time, yep. or whatever the case. Exactly. And they were, yeah. Preacher, buddy. And the only other thing that I will say is Alabama has won a total of three games by only three points. They have not showed that they have like they're superior in my mind against the teams that they've won against. So it'd be Auburn, three points. Auburn's Thank not you. even ranked. Thank you. Uh, Georgia, that's the three points. <laughs> Shout out to That was a robbery game, though. You can't say that. Auburn and okay, Alabama so was wasn't a robbery. Florida State in Florida? <laughs> wasn't Florida State in Florida? And, and Florida yeah. State won. I'm not yeah. trying to hear that, bro. I'm trying to keep it real. And, yeah. and then against Texas A&M, they won by six points. And then by Arkansas, a good they team. three points. No, Texas a is not good. SEC. So whatever what you want to say, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But this, this yeah. what I'm saying, bro. Look, look, for so, real. So I, I, I understand what y'all saying. Love but this I, it's justified. This is why like it's not justified what happened to Florida State. It's not. I'm I, like I get you on that. But I'm saying this because you know, like you said, it, like they wanted they, they want an SEC team to be in there. But it's not justified for the number eight team 
to beat the number one team and not go to the national championship. Like you said, would, this is the new era. Like, forget everything hey, that you've done was, all season. What if it was the number 10 team? And they beat the number one? Yeah. You got to go. You got to go. Are you serious? Are you you got to go. The number, what if the number 10 team had two losses? What, what, was, what was the LSU It don't matter no more. That's what I'm saying. The new structure, that don't matter. It don't matter. You know, like, everybody oh, was trying not oh, to lose I one game it. and stuff like that. That don't matter no more. Kenny, Kenny, I get it. You don't understand the structure. Go, go, go! Research the structure. We'll talk about it next week. That's not the structure, bro. Look, look. This is what I'm saying. If you get it to the point where you playing the number one team and you're number ten and you beat the number one team, I feel like you should be in the top four. Well, you will never be. You should never, ever be in the CFP voting committee, ever. Oh, and I, you, I do feel in your like, mind the 18th team beats number one team. They just jump in there. I do feel like it's uh, it's very unfortunate that somebody can win pretty much two. And they haven't lost in two and a half seasons. Pretty much be the two time national champ on their way to be three time national champ, and they lose the last game in a championship game. Though they already lost their championship game for the SEC championship. That doesn't have any bearing. On the CFP, in my mind, it shouldn't. You know what I mean? It's it's already a championship game. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like let's yeah. take away, let's take that away. Um, they, so they lost a championship game, but they're still outside of that game, pretty much one of the best teams. So to not be in the running, come on, dog. They showed that they can do it the whole time. You know hey, Wayne, why some risk? Wayne, why are you talking? Because I'm still. I, what you're saying is exactly how I'm feeling. Can you look up Georgia's, Georgia's like their wins, their key wins this year? Because I don't think they had a tough schedule either. But I mean, then NC, so they yeah, they did, they did though. You know what I'm saying? Like I just because we're talking about Alabama, and I'm with you, and you're agreeing. We're agreeing. You know what I'm saying? I almost like we're ganging up on Kenny right now. I kind of feel like it's foul. It's foul. Right, Kenny cool, but Kenny, guess nah. what Kenny like. He like to go against the grain. I will say that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I swear, I ain't even going against the grain this time. For real, though. But it, I look at it like this. It's hard for the number eight, eight team to beat the number one team. You deserve something, even though you they lost only one game. You know, it you was get, sloppy. You Trust yeah, but you get a great, how they got there. You get a great, but you get a great, let me tell you, get you a great bowl game. You get a great bowl let me game. Tell you what that. they did, what they did, so <laughs> the great bowl game. <laughs> to me, what they did so dirty was they ended up making in the bowl game, Orange Bowl, Georgia and Florida State play. Yeah, what the fuck is that? So they can say the two people we screwed out, man. Y'all go ahead and play. Y'all for play. Us. All right. I <laughs> play. I wouldn't play in that shit. All right, so about, here we go. Let the young boy, I go ahead, yeah. You don't not care about that. Nobody cares about that, but it was 48. Yeah, key wins. In case you're wondering. Ball State, I got to say it, man. 45-3. They knocking teams out the water. South Carolina, I think that was pretty cool. 24-14. Um, Auburn, the same team. So, they beat them by seven points. I guess that's one score game. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, Kentucky, well, look, that's what I'm saying. SEC, Kentucky. Another thing, yeah. Kentucky 51-13. All right, let's see. That was that was that's a staple win. Kentucky was a, was a yeah, Kentucky team. was good this year though. Yeah. Vanderbilt 
They not beating nobody. And you beat Vanderbilt. Hey, Come on, hey, you, let, you let Vanderbilt get let 20 talk, you? Kenny, Let him talk. Kenny, let him talk. Let him talk. The Gators, Vanderbilt 43 to 20. The Gators, 43 to 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Missouri, which is ranked at top 10 team now. 30 yeah. to 21. 30 to 21. I remember 20. that game. Mississippi. Yeah, that game. It's, a, it's, a, it's an 11 ranked team. So not top 10, but still top 15, whatever you want to say. It's mm-hmm. number 11. 52 to 17. Stop playing, Kenny. Hey. Tennessee. Yeah. UT. Top, yeah, they, top 25 team. 38 to 10. Yeah, they smashed. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then and then the rivalry game, like you called out, uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech, thirty-one to twenty-three. So and that's still a beat there. And that was that was that was that was a shame. That was a shame. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shame. Thirty-one to twenty-three. That was a shame. Nah, he posted. But he, man, yeah, you I beat, get it though. Any rival by more than seven, bro? Then that that's a win. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like football. Both were yeah, the recruited by the yeah. same team. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but y'all just put down Georgia for like almost losing to uh, Auburn. No, that's the same thing. No, same, no I, but, but what do we say? That's the same shit. Like, damn, that nigga. So, that's crazy. Man, Auburn know how to play them niggas, but I've been saying that shit for years. I don't fuck with SEC robbery. Shit, Florida and Florida State is not an SEC robbery. That's a rivalry. And by halftime, that game was tight. It was tied. You know what I'm saying? I think we were up maybe by like three. And then they came back in the they, fourth quarter. They whooped our ass. But I mean, rivalry games are different, man. They just I don't I don't really I don't like counting them either. What I'm looking at is like that game against Georgia. That's not a rivalry game. That's just a powerhouse versus powerhouse. And you won by three in a tight ass game against a team that hadn't lost in two years. How do you not let them go for the three P? If you're that's gonna what, get that's the Oh, who Alabama? I mean Georgia. Georgia, yeah. If you're not, then you can't. Them. You can't if you lost though to the number eighteen. That's why. That's all I'm saying. You can't if you lost. Nah, I think you can. If you, I think I think I can't. I think you can because <laughs> the same reason. The same reason you're putting the number eight team in there, and you're keeping because you're putting because you if you if you put them in there, you have to put Texas in there, and that's why Florida State went out because they were like. We want if we can get if we can get Alabama because Georgia fans, honestly, bro, after two years of winning, watch the game. But they, they, they it's not gonna be the SEC. Like, trust me, now that Alabama's in this playoff, the ratings are gonna be through the roof. Everybody that's rooting against them, that's pissed off, that all the Georgia fans that don't want them to be there. I mean, this is some rigged shit, man. It's, 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 I think it's really fucked up. I think we just gotta be honest. Stop saying whoa, Alabama. Alabama don't, don't. Alabama should not be in this. I don't care that they're the eighth team. They beat the one team. I'm just saying, if Alabama's in there, you have to put Texas. And to do that, you you kill two teams that 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 one that should be there, and another one that should have an opportunity to defend their back to back seasons with national championships. They lost by three points in a championship game. And that's yeah. just, you know what I'm saying? So if it's, if it's me, if it's me making this decision, I'm saying, hey, you know what? No matter what, if I, if I really want Texas in there, I'm going to say that 12 to 1 Texas, Texas team is better than Florida State. I'm going to stand by that shit and just say I think that's the better team versus their strength of schedule, even with the loss. Because of the the, the 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 because of the conference, 
and how they and how they won over the past four games, I'm saying that 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 Texas team is better, and I'm standing by that because I would say that right now, and I'm putting Washington, Michigan. I'm putting Texas in there, and I'm putting Georgia. And I'm okay, how many Alabama times has Texas beat Georgia and Alabama? I don't know. I, I can't remember the next last time Texas played Georgia. Honestly, I don't remember the last time they played. I'm saying. No, I'm a fan, it's, but they're, they're, I don't, they're not in the same conference though. Yeah, but I'm saying, saying like, how many times they're, they're, they're going, going to be a great team not. though this year to for no, them to be. In. No, Texas played other great teams this year. I mean, I, I don't have their shit in front of me, but they played great teams this year. They've they've had key wins. Their one loss, you know, what I'm saying was I think was the um. Was it Ohio State? No, it was Notre Dame. I mean, that was a fucking good-ass game, too. Man, you losing from Ohio State or Notre Dame is crazy. Bro, Ohio State um, went 11-1 <laughs> and one and lost to Michigan by 10. What are you talking about? Michigan, though. Blowing teams. Ohio State blo- – bro, I live in Ohio, so you're not going to talk shit about Ohio. <laughs> like, hey, but you know, it's, it's kind of – it, the high, oh. high, high, like the higher you go in the states is like the weaker the ball gets. I'm being real, man. When you come down here, come on, man. Texas, man, you're supposed to dog Notre Dame and Ohio State. That's just like tradition. You get what I'm saying? No, That's it's, natural. It's, it's not. Ohio State has been to the CFP since it started. This is like the first or second year they've missed it since the CFP started. They're the first champion of the college football playoff. Kenny, you are talking to a to a to a to a football connoisseur, sir. Dude, you you said you were a Florida fan. Did you say you're a Florida fan? Yes, I am. But I live. Man, in, I don't mess with Ohio, Ohio State. I, I I live in Ohio for the past. <laughs> that's that's I, that's I, favorite. I, I have an Ohio State fan. Man, come on, hold on, two You're a Florida. You're a Florida Gator, two G. Since I met you, now do you mess with Ohio State? Gators on my wall. I mean, it is what it is. Urban Meyer was here, and I fucked with them like it was. They were playing good. I'm not going to root for them every weekend. I would never root for them against Florida, but while I live here, hey, I fuck with them as a little team I fuck with. If people ask me, who's your team? I don't say Ohio State. I say the, I say the University of Florida, Gators. That's what I say. On my tail light of my car is fucking Gators or it's Green Bay Packers. I have Gators inside of my house. I don't have Ohio State memorabilia. Okay, don't, don't try to play me, but I know Ohio State football because I live in Ohio and I like football. I know that Ohio State hasn't beaten Michigan in damn near three years after beating them for t- almost 10 years straight. Or like, it was, it was like no, I'm, not, I'm sorry, take that back, six years straight. So, I mean, I, I know some shit about just about football. I know how I, I, I get I get what you're saying and, Alabama and, and 2G are. saying, but I, I think it would be hard I think it was a hard decision to put, you know, not put an SEC team in the um the playoff run, and like you said, with the ratings and all that, with the money, and then when you go about points and all that stuff, tackle it go about they go by a lot of stuff and how hard your opponents were, how many points you beat them by, like you were saying, you know what I'm saying? So it, it would be hard to say who's in the top four right now, anyway, no matter what. Because like if you say like if you take there, if you take Look, if you take Alabama out, come on, dude. How many Alabama fans gonna be hot because y'all did beat the number one team? You get what I'm saying? That's just, that's what it's just gonna be hard either way because nobody's gonna be happy. 
You know what I'm saying? Nobody will be happy, man. Fuck them. Let them be hot. How about that? <laughs> let them be. Let them be hot. Like it's about that. Like how about you don't be the number eight team in the country? How about that? And I hate Alabama, so I, I wanted them to be mad. I, I, I was Texas. mad at Georgia. My anger came out on Georgia. Like, how did you lose to Alabama, dude? Like, how? That was crazy, they man. It seemed like game. they weren't even trying, they man. They played a good game. Maybe they looked ahead. You never know. But I'm just saying, they lost by three. They yeah, they, out. You know what everybody said, too? They said, I, I, I said, damn, um, Alabama almost lost to Auburn. Like, that's crazy. Y'all suck. So everybody was like, yeah, Georgia got all this gas on them. We're going to whoop Georgia. Georgia got a whole bunch of gas on them. But then when they did beat them, I mean, it's pro- it proved the point. You get what I'm saying? Like, nah, I'm thinking Georgia. I'm, I'm for Georgia Bulldogs. I wanted I them think to win, Georgia, man. Georgia played them three, two more times. Georgia win the next two games. <laughs> he said two more times. Man, you got to mm-hmm. show up that night, man. That's the thing. I'm just, you I mean, you're right. Up, man. But, like, but like I said, bro, all this, all this, all this, the whole college football playoff is is a bunch of bullshit because clearly Texas should be in there. Washington, yeah, they did good, man. I mean, I think everybody get a bowl is cool too because everybody. But then that bowl shit is kind of like whack now. Like nobody care about that bowl. They want that damn bowl no more, bro. It's about yeah. the CSC, bro. Fuck that bowl. <laughs> I ain't getting no money out that bowl. How much? How yeah. much that players getting, bro? Right. How yeah, much? That, how much of that CFP money and players getting, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, look here, man. It's a multi-billion-dollar organization that they are. It's new age slavery, bro. For Blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians, anybody on the field. That's even, it. That's it. Even some of the coaches. That's it, man. I mean, and they out here just saying the shit out of all of y'all left and right. And we out here watching it and paying for it and arguing about it because all we want it to be is fair for the young men. Give them opportunity to go to school, you know what I'm saying, and and and, and live, out, live out their dream, good education, learn some skills to get them to the next level. We understand that by doing that, money needs to be paid, and there's sponsors and all this other stuff. But when y'all start doing this scamming stuff and creating, it just it's taking away from the fun of the game. I don't even want to watch this shit, man. Like I'm dead ass. <laughs> like I don't know if I really want to watch the CFP. Like I, I, I'm I'm not even playing. Like I've been debating because like I like numbing. I don't know if I'm not really. I would love to see if Washington win it all. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, I want to see Georgia three P. I like three P. So that shit sound cool as fuck. You don't see that in football. Man, come on, bro. You didn't mess up the whole bag. Florida State. <laughs> no, but see, Cinderella story. Florida State, Cinderella story. Slide up in there. That'd be amazing too. But now we gotta see, you know what I'm saying? Harbaugh versus fucking Saban. NIL versus traditional. Old white man versus cool white man. Hip hop Saban always coming on top, man. You know that. Hey, Saban you know what? On top hey. a lot more than he hey. don't. Hey, look here, brother. I don't. I don't believe you know the future, man. But I, this is one thing I'll never do. I will never accept that the man is always going to come out on top. 
Hey, the, the man writes the story. Thing. If he writes the book, he gonna hey, be the hero here. of that book, man. Look, hey, hey, look here, brother. I hear what you're saying. I refuse to believe that the man will always come out on top. Once you have that mindset, bro, you just you're a mouse in the maze. You might as well go inside bootlicking. I'm good, brother. I can't do that. I, 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 you know what I like though? I like when Georgia, Georgia had a moment when that, um, when Saban, he told, he said kick a, um, he, I think it was kick a field goal, and they were too far back, and Georgia got it back and ran it back. That was my moment right there. That's when Saban, like he went down, but he, they gonna pull you down, but you know to pull somebody else up. And then they had their little shine, but now it's saving time, man. It's back. You know what I'm saying? It's like it was so many years, nobody wanted them to win because Alabama always win. Alabama always win. So they start losing. Now it's his time again, man. It's just his time, man. You know how the story is. Like Two G said it. Uh, he's right, man. It's like they write a story, you know, in in the sports, and it's like a narrative they follow, and everybody rejoices because their team wins or the team that's an underdog wins or, you know, the team that was good that's not good anymore wins again. So, you know how it goes, man. Heavenly Father, I come to you as a humble servant. I pray, Lord, you help Kenny get his mind right. I'm just being logical, man. On it, on that one, on college football, I'm, I'm being logical. When it's time to show up, you got to show up, man. Georgia's Disappointment, man. They had a lot of gas on them for real. They, I mean, they had a lot of hype because they were good, you know. Lord. So you lost to Alabama, man. Like, come Lord, on, man. Lord, help this man stay on track. Help him, Heavenly Father, not cut a cut a man off mid prayer. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this session be received with love and grace because you're talking lots of sports. The CFP has a lot of mixed feelings. As you can see from Break Up Homes and Happy Family. Lord, we are strong. <laughs> we are strong. <laughs> your strength and your love and, and in our brotherhood for sports and for college football. As we end this session, Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you for bandwagon for coming through, getting some knowledge. I want to thank 2G, Dwayne Finn for being my brother and supporting me in my time of need. But I also want to thank the Green Bay Packers for giving us hope, for letting us see the light, and for continuing to produce wonderful football for the entire world to see. Lord, us at the Wild D Podcast, Midnight Madness Edition, we want to thank all our listeners. We want to thank all the ladies. And we all rebuke the, the Titans. Pause. Rebuke the Titans. Help Will Levis get some help. Hopefully DeAndre Hopkins can catch a pass for a touchdown on Sunday. Anytime touchdown will help your boy out. Lord, this is us signing off. I'm closing this up, I guess, brother. Kenny, it was fun talking to you, man. God, thank you for letting us be here today. Wayne, thank you for spending time with us. We out.
And that's a wrap for another episode of Midnight Madness. We hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. Absolutely. Remember, this podcast is for you, and your thoughts and ideas are what make it special. Before we sign off, we have a small request for you, our amazing listeners. If you found value in tonight's discussion, if it resonated with you, if it made you laugh or think, please consider subscribing to Midnight Madness. That's right. By hitting the subscribe button, you'll never miss an episode. And we got some incredible conversations lined up, and we want you to be a part of them. And don't forget to hit the like button, share this podcast with your friends and loved ones, and leave a comment. Feedback means the world to us. Your comments, your thoughts, and your ideas are what keep the conversation going. We're always eager to hear from you. So until next time, thank you for joining us in the madness, for speaking your truth, and for being part of this incredible community. Keep the thoughts flowing, those conversations going, and those ideas growing. Stay unfiltered, stay real, and most importantly, stay you. We'll catch you on the next episode.